This is The Art of Being You, and I'm Rachel Wortman. This podcast brings you inspiration, insights, and practical tools to help you become more like Jesus. Get ready to embrace who God has created you to be. I've got a great episode in store for you today, so without further ado, here is The Art of Being You. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Being You with me, Rachel Wortman. So today we're going to be talking about hearing God's voice, and we're going to be talking about five things you need to know when you want to grow in your ability to hear God speak to you. And I'm so excited about this topic. It's actually a passion topic uh, for me. I love sharing about this because hearing God is one of my favorite things about my life. In fact, I was actually writing in my journal recently that hearing God's voice is my happy place. And so I love that I get to share with you five different things that I think will help you grow in this area. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Because we've got a lot to cover today. The number one thing, and these are not in order of importance, these are just in order of how they came to my mind. But the number one thing I need you to know is that God speaks to everyone, but not in the same way. So every single being, every human being on the earth, and maybe we could even include the animals if we want to take that strange scripture in the Old Testament where God spoke through the donkey. So human beings have the ability to hear God's voice. John 10 says, Jesus himself says, my sheep hear my voice. And what that means is when we are following Jesus, we have the opportunity to hear him speak to us and he wants to speak to you. But what it doesn't say is that every single one of us are going to hear God speak in the same way. In fact, I think it's very common that a lot of us hear God in some ways and not in others and vice versa. So we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the varying ways God speaks, but I do want to share a couple of them. Number one, a lot of times God's voice in our mind sounds like our thoughts. It sounds like how if you paused right now and you said your name inside of your mind without speaking it out loud, the sound in your mind often feels like what God sounds like. It feels very much like our thoughts, but the difference is that we come up with our thoughts and when God is speaking, he comes up with them. So in other words, you don't know what he's going to say. One of my mentors and business coaches says it like this, that God speaks to us things that we could not get on our own. And I love that. I love the reality that when God is speaking, it is something that we are not generating from inside of us. So he can speak to us in our thoughts. He can speak to us in pictures. Some of you will be the kind of people who God speaks to in pictures. You'll have um, maybe even metaphors or even visions that happen to you where you it almost looks like you're watching something on a movie screen. God does speak like that. One of the things that God does to speak is an impression that we feel inside of us. It almost doesn't have words, but we know that God is speaking. Other ways that God speaks is through the word, which we're going to talk about today a little bit. And um, also God speaks through dreams. God speaks through other people. Some of you may feel impressions and feel God leading you, but not hear his voice very clearly. And you might hear his voice through other people speaking to you. So there's all kinds of ways that God speaks. But the important thing to know is that God speaks to you. He does. I was talking with my son, my 11-year-old son. He is just desperate to hear God's voice. He loves the idea that people can hear from God. And he, I believe he has a very prophetic side of him that has not been awakened yet. And so he really struggles with um, wanting to hear God speak to him, but he often doesn't feel like that. But here's the thing. 
A lot of us that know him have watched God use him to do incredible things in the room when worship is happening or the presence of God is there. So I know he's hearing God and I know that God is leading him, but to him, he's like, I'm not experiencing God the way that I want to. And so we've been having this conversation lately with him about, you know, being um, in a posture in your heart to be patient, to let the Lord speak to you, but also to believe that God does speak to you. Whether we understand it's him speaking or not is sometimes part of the challenge, but God is speaking to you. So that's number one. Number two, hunger and humility help a lot. Hunger and humility help a lot. What do I mean by this? Well, if we want God to speak to us, we need to actually let that hunger foster inside of us, right? So some of us say, well, I think it'd be really cool, but we don't actually think about it. We don't let it consume our mind. We don't let it draw us to do things out of the ordinary because we just think, "Eh, if God's going to speak to me, he'll do it. He'll crash in, right? That's not exactly the way that it works. When we humble ourselves before God and we let hunger lead us, we will be a lot more likely to hear him speak to us. So what does that look like on a practical level? Well, let me just use the example of my son again. So we were at a church service recently and on the way to church, he was saying, I really want God to speak to me. I just, I would love to hear him. And so I said, okay, but I want to encourage you to make space in your heart to actually listen to his voice, right? So don't just assume he's going to tap you on the shoulder and interrupt what you're doing. Make space in your heart. And so I found him in the back of the room playing games and and not, you know, just kind of goofing off like a kid does. Totally fine, right? Not a big deal. But I told him, hey, remember, you said you wanted to hear God's voice, but you are not presenting yourself to the Lord to actually hear him. And I think that's something that we do a lot, right? We think, God, I want to hear you, but then we don't stop. We keep scrolling on Facebook. We keep, you know, leaving the TV on in the background. We keep, you know, talking and talking and talking, and we don't make space to be quiet and humble ourselves and say, God, I'm here. I'm listening. So if you have not heard God's voice before or you are wanting to grow in this, I really want to challenge you. Make space to be alone with God and be quiet with God. See, it's the hunger and the humility together, right? Because we we can't force God to speak to us. We can't like throw him against the wall and say, speak to me right now. It's more of like when we quiet ourselves and we be- begin paying attention to the whisper that's been in us for quite some time. So for me personally, I love to take time in the pickup line at school, actually. Could I be scrolling social media? Yes, and some days I do. But other days I just turn on some worship music and I quiet myself and I say, God, I'm here. I want to listen to whatever it is that you want to talk about. And God is such a good father that a lot of times he begins the conversation talking about how much he loves you. So if you are sitting down with God and you begin to just feel him loving on you, that's a good sign. Don't give up. Keep going. Let your hunger be stoked, right? Let it be fueled so that you'll keep coming back to hear his voice. Because the more you do it, the clearer it becomes. So we got to remember, number one, God speaks to everybody, but not in the same way. Number two, hunger and humility help so much. And number three, the word of God is God's voice also. The word of God is also God's voice. So one of the things that we do, especially when we are, you know, maybe more charismatically minded, we want God to speak to us in our mind or have some kind of a cool open vision or, or a picture or something like that. And God's going, you are holding in your hand, you know, all of my words. <laughs> and so one of the things that I think helps a lot when you want to grow in your ability to hear God's voice, learn scripture, learn scripture 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 and learn it as if God is speaking it to you. 
Now, there are parts of the Bible that are for historical record. They are, um, you know, records of things in the past that God is not doing anymore, but there are things in the Bible that God still applies to you today. So I want to encourage you, read the New Testament and read the words of Jesus and imagine that Jesus is saying those words directly to you. When we start to engage with God in this way, we can start to feel in ourselves places of resistance, right? We can start to feel in ourselves like, I don't like that. I don't like the way that that feels like, Jesus, you're being a little too much for me. And those resistances can become indicators that we've got some heart work to do with God, right? We maybe need to do some forgiveness, maybe need to work through some lies we might be believing Because what we want to be able to do is read the words of Jesus as if he's saying them directly to us and they feel empowering, encouraging, inviting. And so if that's not happening in your life, I would encourage you start there. Let the word of God become the avenue that God begins to speak to you through. In fact, with my son, this is exactly what we're doing. He and you know, I actually had a word of knowledge, I think, the other day. And I said, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to read the Bible as though it is God speaking directly to you because this is what it is. And he just lit up and he said, okay, I can believe that, right? I can get behind that. And he just began to be so encouraged by what the word is saying because he knows this is God speaking directly to me. And I just want to challenge you. What would your life look like, right? To have the faith of a child for a moment. What would your life look like to embrace the word of God as God's word to you? It's a very powerful thought. So number four, let's keep going. Number four, ways to hear God's voice or tips, tricks, etc. I want to encourage you to begin to ask God for confirmation. So when we are hearing God put callings in us or speak things to us, it can feel incredibly nerve-wracking. It can feel really overwhelming. It can feel very, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like unsettling. It's not fearful, but it can definitely feel unsettling. And when that's happening, when God begins to call you to something, when he's drawing you into an idea or a thought that you're like, whoa, I was not thinking about this before, I want to encourage you to begin to ask God for confirmation. It's my, It's been my experience. So we'll put it this way. I'm not creating a theology about that, but this has been my experience is that God loves to speak through patterns right? He loves to speak through patterns. So when he's introducing something to me, I'll begin to see that thing everywhere. It's like his voice envelops my life. Actually, this happened to me recently. Um, uh, Recently, I was spending some time reading in scripture. I was reading Ephesians 6 and really looking at, you know, just the idea that the enemy is um, constantly coming after us, but that we've been given power to resist him, right? And so, um, you know, it says to put on the full armor of God, for example. And in that, God was speaking to me about some different lies that I really needed to be addressing, that I had been kind of ignoring them. I knew they were there. I knew it wasn't great but I wasn't looking at them to get them healed, resolved, and if there's, you know, demonic scheming around it to get that cast out. And so I was going through this, you know, I'm praying about it. And then all of a sudden, it's like I began to see confirmation about this everywhere in my life, like on my social media feeds, people that I follow posting similar scriptures, posting quotes that like went right along with that. And I'm going, whoa, Lord, I'm hearing you loud and clear. And I cannot tell you how many times that's happened to me when God begins to speak. It's like a waterfall and I'll begin to discern his voice through so many different ways. And that becomes a confirmation that ultimately builds courage, right? It builds courage in me to be able to step out in faith to the thing I know God is asking me to do. So for you, what would it look like for you to begin to pray and ask God for confirmations? 
Ask God to begin to show you where he's speaking and how and begin to reinforce that in you because that will help you so much. When you begin to get that confirmed, it's like it lights a little bit of a fire and you want to go like deeper, right? You want to get more. You want to hear more because now all of a sudden you're going, wait a second, Lord, you are feeling more real to me than I ever thought you could. So number one, God speaks to you because he speaks to everybody. He just doesn't speak to all of us in the same way. Number two, hunger and humility help so much. And let me just say one more thing about that. Humility is a heart posture. It is a lifestyle, but it's also a heart posture. And so you can actually create humility in yourself, even for a moment, while you're working on becoming a humble person, right? So really what we're doing is we're acknowledging that God is is God, that we are not, right? We're acknowledging that Jesus is the center of the universe, that I am not the center of the universe. Whatever it is that you need to remind yourself on, you can actually step into humility. So hunger and humility help. The word of God is God's voice in you your life, the word of God. So make sure you're spending time reading the Bible. Number four, we're going to start asking God for confirmations. And then last but certainly not least, and I want to talk about this one for a little bit. No one hears God accurately all the time. Nobody. Nobody on the earth hears God accurately all the time. In fact, we know this scripturally because Paul says that we all see in part and know in part. What does this mean? This means that, you know, like the mind of Christ has been given to us collectively, not one singular person. So if you're ever interacting with somebody who just is convinced that they always hear God accurately every single time, that should be a red flag. That is like a red alert moment. Okay, wait a second. Now, they might be incredibly accurate right? They might be. They might have a track record where they're very accurate in what they're hearing the Lord. But when somebody begins to believe that they are incapable of mishearing God, you know they're not walking in humility. Because that's not what scripture says, right? Scripture says none of us know it all. None of us hear, we all hear in part, excuse me, and we all know in part. So that's so important for us because when you begin to hear God's voice and he begins to strengthen this thing in you, it is exciting. It's exhilarating. It's um, intoxicating a little bit, right? That's how it feels. Uh, And we can almost buy into this idea that now we're like, now that we've heard him, we're never going to hear him wrong. But that's just not true. So nobody hears God accurately all the time. And I want to speak to this for a moment about those of you guys that are in a season maybe where you're really struggling to hear God's voice. There are definitely seasons of life where we had been hearing God speak clearly. We had been hearing him speak definitively, openly, etc. And now all of a sudden it feels like he's not doing that anymore. And there's a couple of reasons why this happens. The first one, and this is the most simplistic one to evaluate, is that maybe you are not in obedience. What I mean by that is a lot of times when God speaks to us to do something and we just ignore it and we don't do it, he waits for us. He waits for us back at the last thing that he told you. You know, he waits for us back, you know, a couple of months ago where he said, hey, I need you to start like adding this habit into your life, for example. And then we're going, God, you're not speaking to me anymore. And he said, well, it's because you're not doing anything with what I did say. So that's one of the things that can be happening. I'm not saying it's for sure happening in your life if this is where you are, but definitely check that. God, am I doing all the things you ask me to do? Go back in your journal and look at what they were. How am I doing? Am I trying to make progress in these areas? The second thing that may be going on in your life is that you may actually be misunderstanding what God was saying, right? You may be trying to apply something that he said to the wrong 
season or the wrong people or, you know, you're out of alignment in that way. And that can definitely clog our ability to hear God's voice. Why? Because God wants you to hear him and he wants you to hear him accurately. And so he will often, sometimes he will wait again back at the last thing so that you'll come back to that moment, get realigned, and then you can move forward. This is incredibly frustrating and challenging when this happens to you. It is so frustrating. And I have been there myself and it's like almost humiliating, you know, like, God, couldn't you have told me? And a lot of times he was trying. I just wasn't listening. So those are two of the things. Let's talk about the third one. Did you know that God loves the mysterious part of his nature? He actually loves the mysterious part of his nature. And the more comfortable that we get with this, the easier it is to go through these seasons where we feel like God has withdrawn from us. It's not that God has withdrawn from you. He is hiding himself a little bit. If it's not, you know, that you're in disobedience, if it's not that you're out of alignment, it could be that he's hiding himself a little bit from you so that you will come and seek him more. Think about it. It's not that God loves to play hide and seek because he's cruel. It's that he knows that it's good for you to use your faith and to let your hunger lead you and to actually become desperate to hear him. I went through a period of time in my life recently, actually several months where I was really struggling to hear the Lord. And let me just tell you, I was so frustrated. I'm the kind of person that hear God speak. I hear God speak quite often. I mean, it's pretty regular. It's a daily thing for me. And often it's a multiple times a day thing for me. And so I went through this season where I'm like, I am not experiencing your voice in the same way. And I'm I'm frustrated and I'm going through the checklist, right? Am I in disobedience? Okay, no. Okay, I fixed that. You know, am I out of alignment? I don't think so. Let me go through this. And, I, and I'm going back to the word and I'm letting God speak to me out of his word, which was so encouraging. But I'm also like, I'm longing for your voice, Lord. I'm longing for it. And you know what? After a period of several weeks, I don't know, it could have been two or three months. Like, I don't know exactly. God began to speak to me again. And he said, Rachel, I want you to see how your life revolves around my voice. I want you to see how to not take it for granted. I'm, I'm withholding myself. Not Withholding's the wrong word. It's like I'm hiding myself in mystery where you don't know what I'm doing because I want you to come try to find me. I want you to use your faith and use the things that you know about my nature and my character to come and seek me out. And I do believe that in all of our lives, God kind of likes to play hide and seek sometimes, right? He's often hiding in plain sight, but he's wanting us to come after him. He wants us to initiate with him as well instead of him just initiating with us all of the time. This is actually a really sacred and holy thing. But a lot of us, we sort of die in the battleground of the disappointment, right? We die in that in-between moment where we're waiting on God, but God's actually waiting on us. So I want to really challenge you. If you're in a season in your life right now where you're struggling to hear God's voice, maybe you had been hearing him, but you're not hearing any, him anymore. Check your heart on these three things. Are you in disobedience? Are you in right alignment? Are you seeking after him? Is he more important to you than his voice? Now, that's a tricky one, right? Because he is his voice as well. But here's the thing. God's voice does something for us right? When he's speaking, it's for us. We're getting something out of it. And so when we begin to, to look at God and say, Lord, you as, as my Lord and Savior are more valuable to me than what you do for me, that begins to open up a place of worship where we begin to hear him even more deeply. And I really want to encourage you, ask yourself that question. Is your relationship with Jesus transactional? Is it based on what he's doing for you? 
Or is it based on who he is? Lord, I love you and I will serve you and I will continue to do all the things you've asked me to, even if I never hear you again. And I might be sad about it and I might cry about it sometimes, but I'll continue to follow you because you are God and you are good and there is no one besides you for me. Sometimes that's the place we've got to get to in our own heart, in that place of desperation, so that we, we don't take his voice for granted, so we don't take his leadership for granted. So I want to end today just saying a prayer over you guys. For those of you that have never heard the Lord speak to you before, or those of you guys that are, are wanting to grow deeper in, I, w- I want to pray a prayer that the God of heaven, that Jesus Christ himself, would begin to open your ears in a deeper way and begin to open your heart and your spirit in a new and a fresh way so that you can see where he's moving and hear where he's moving and discern what he's doing in your life. Because you guys, I hope you'll say like me that the voice of God is my happy place. that it becomes your happy place too, that you can't live without it because it's just so good. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I am asking that you release the angels of heaven to come over my friends listening to this right now, that you release angelic activity over their lives to open their ears and open their spiritual eyes and open their five senses in you, that they would begin to hear and discern from you. Lord, if there's anything clogging the connection, would you reveal that to them now? In Jesus' name, Lord, if there's anything in the way that needs to be laid down, false beliefs or even sin or, you know, being out of alignment with you, would you reveal that now? And would you give them the courage to lay that down at your feet so they can go further and faster with you? And Father, right now we pray and I just release that promise that your sheep hear your voice. So Lord, I pray over every single person listening to this that if you are in Christ Jesus, you have access to God's voice. And so, Lord, would you begin to speak and speak loudly and let that little whisper grow into a roaring voice in their spirit that leads them and guides them all the days of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we sign off, I want to just encourage you guys to uh, tune in next week. We've got a really big announcement. Uh, It's not what you think, I think, (laughs) Um, but tune in next week. We've got a, a big announcement, and I don't want you to miss it. So until next time, be blessed. You've just listened to another episode of The Art of Being You. My goal is to empower you to embrace the goodness of God over your life and step into that abundant life that can only be found in Jesus Christ. And did I mention that I'd love to connect with you? Find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rachel Wartman and on TikTok at The Rachel Wartman. You can find more resources, including my books and other teachings at rachelwartman.com.